Hey y'all, Colin here. We had technical difficulties and the episode got erased. Awesome. So, we don't have a normal episode for you guys. I am exhausted, but so that you guys don't miss the news, here we are. I'm going to give you a quick update. I'll read you the stories that we were going to have in the news block and see if I can remember anything that uh, Ben and Alex pointed out. And then I'm just going to read off the lightning round. And whatever, uh, it's too late for me. Ah, the news block, here we go! Uh, Ubisoft's CEO says Nintendo has learned from the Wii U. Speaking about the NX, he says that the interface is very attractive and it will be easy to use for all gamers. He later told investors that he believes NX will put Nintendo, quote, back in the race. Obviously, there's some level of positive artifice here because it's not like he'd talk down a system that Ubisoft is actively investing in. But he also has the option to just not say any of that if he didn't believe in the NX, so there's that. Um, ben and Alex essentially said, you know, this is looking positive. It's not great, but, um, you know, there's, there's good vibes going. And he has previously said stuff about, like, they're going to recapture the Wii audience. So it's good news that uh, he is talking positively about a system that is not sort of Ubisoft's traditional market. Um, Shovel Knight is making a guest appearance as an NPC in Ukulele. There's not much to say here, as we don't know how big a role he'll play, what exactly he'll be doing, or really anything beyond the words I just said out of my mouth hole. But, uh, we were saying the story behind his voice is pretty cool. It's cool that he's crossing over. Um, the voice recording sounds pretty terrible, so we hope they they redo it, even though the, the core idea behind it is a good one, and it's really cool that uh, essentially Shovel Knight's creator is, is providing the voice, I believe it was. Um, yeah, so thumbs up, but hopefully the final version doesn't sound awful. Um, a new trailer launched for Pokemon Sun and Moon, revealing tons of new stuff. I'm sure most of you have seen them already, so we'll just blow through the info here. Uh, we've got a first look at the Alolan starter Pokemon's first evolutions, as well as the announcement that Mega Evolution does indeed return, and a hidden indication that there's a new item called an Ice Stone, possibly for evolving Alolan Vulpix, or evolving Eevee into Glaceon. Uh, they also announced two new features with apparently tons to do, in, called Festival Plaza, which is essentially the game's online hub, and Poke Pelago, which is actually a little tropical resort for the Pokemon you store in the PC to hang out and play. Uh, we like where we don't like the starter Pokemon's evolutions, uh, and we're even more thumbs down on what it looks like they're going to evolve into because a, a leak way, way long ago uh, essentially looks like it is going to be true. And so uh, we basically know what the starter evolutions are going to look like in their final forms, and we don't really like them. And we hope Litten is not firefighting. Uh, mega evolution. There may or may not be more megas. We were all split on that. Uh, I think Ben said uh, probably. I think Alex said maybe, and I think I said no. I don't know. Um, let's see. Um, Festival Plaza is basically their online hub. I don't know if there's anything to say about that. Poke Pelago Ben really liked because it's uh, you can like le like Pokemon level up there. It looks like it's kind of going to usurp some of the daycare features at least. And there's like some little mini games and stuff I think, and they can collect items. Uh, maybe they can breed. It's a tropical island. Yeah, something about dirty, dirty things. A joke was made. Uh, later on, they also revealed that Sun and Moon's online demo, nope, online, they revealed the online global link features. Um, oh, going back real quick to the Pokepelago, Alex and I were saying essentially that uh, all the little fluff mechanics that, that Game 3 throws in on the side of Pokemon games tend to be not very engaging and not very um, sort of 
didn't give a lot of rich, robust time towards creating. So we love the idea of Pokepelago, but we hope it's actually going to be any fun. And we're not really sure it is yet, but we'll see. Remaining optimistic. Um... Uh, and they announced a special demo version of Sun and Moon is coming October 18th. You can get Ash Greninja from the Pokemon anime as a Pokemon on your team by using the demo. Um, it's weird that it's an Ash Greninja because that's about a bond with a trainer and Ash doesn't seem to be in these games, but who knows? Uh, whatever. We've also got new tidbits from Sun and Moon. Uh, we learn there is no stereoscopic 3D during the overworld or battles. It's only available during the Pokefinder minigame. Uh, we kind of like that because the new graphics engine is a lot more robust. So uh, it's nice that they get to have more immersive like battle backgrounds and world stuff uh, instead of trying to keep all that looking bland so that they can get 3D working uh, functionally. Uh, although we don't... Uh, what was it? Uh, Alex was wondering why they didn't just make 3D a new 3DS exclusive feature, which I thought was a good point, but who knows what the technical limitations are. Um, Grimer is getting in a lowland form. Congrats to Alex for calling it. Apparently it's Poison Dark instead of Poison Steel, which Alex is thumbs down on because it looks like so many Alolan forms are getting new dark types instead of uh, more sorts of creative possibilities. Um... Also, Jangmo O and Type Null both evolve, and Sun and Moon take up 3.2 gigabytes of space. Uh, we were essentially saying that that's because they look super nice. Uh, and the animations are awesome. Uh, Nintendo is launching a Famicom Mini loaded with 30 games in Japan. It's got a few differences from the one they're launching in Europe and North America. And the controller is tiny, but otherwise it's pretty much just the Japanese answer to the NES Classic Edition. There are tiny controllers. That's bad. They're hardware to the system. That seems bad, but it's good because the Famicom did that. So plus one for authenticity. Uh, Koji Igarashi is unsure if Bloodstained Ritual of the Night will still release on Wii U, despite the Kickstarter reaching its Wii U stretch goal. He basically explains that they're in a tough position because on the one hand, they made the promise of releasing it on Wii U to their backers, but on the other, Wii U has totally bombed since they made that promise, and NX will be out for a long time before Bloodstained is even close to launching now that it's been delayed. So, uh, in fact, he seems to allude to NX in his statement, so it seems like they're probably going to release it on NX and not on Wii U. Okay, lightning round. I don't know if there's any difference. I'm probably not going to edit this hardly at all. Uh, yeah, you know, it's lightning round. You can find all these stories and all the ones I mentioned before on the site and the post. Um, all right, so recent releases and stuff that's now available for you. On Wii U, Paper Mario Color Splash launched worldwide to mostly positive reviews, although Nintendo accidentally released the game two weeks early on eShop. Also available are Steam World Heist on the eShop and LEGO Dimensions Harry Potter Pack. On the eShop, also, you can get the Wii version of Pikmin in North America and Mario vs. Donkey Kong 2, March of the Minis, and also, let me see something new recently. Um, a uh, couple of on-the-fly edits I gotta make here. Hold on a second. Um, I hope this is fun for you. I have no idea, because I'm just talking into a microphone and I am alone with my thoughts and my voice. Oh god, uh, oh, there's another uh, another story there. Um, uh, oh, also, um, Animal Crossing Wild World and Kirby Canvas Curse, I think, are on the DS Virtual Console on the Wii U eShop. That's what I was looking for. 
Okay, uh, releases on 3DS. Sonic Boom Fire Nice is now available, and Gamnesia's own Jeff McDonald gave it a respectable 7 for our review. Also available are Yokai Watch 2, Shantae and the Pirates Course, uh, Curse, Azure Striker, Gunvolt 2, and the Gunvolt Pack. Uh, on the new 3DS's Virtual Console, Mega Man X2 is now available, and Pokemon players can now get Volcanion through a GameStop distribution, as well as Keldeo as a mystery gift over Wi-Fi. On both systems, new My Nintendo Rewards are now available in Europe, as is the second wave of Mario Amiibo, which comes out next month, I believe, in North America. Wah! And more generally, Activision is letting you buy actual Skylanders figures of your own fan-made Skylanders Imaginators. And Oh, and four new episodes of Pokemon Generations are now available on YouTube. Uh, also, side note, when I said why, it reminded me that in Paper Mario Color Splash, shy guys say why a lot in a lot of different ways, and one of them is very seductive, and I like all of the voice clips that they do. Especially there is a song where a uh, shy guy bandit comes in and tries to steal stuff and that whole idea is garbage But the song is amazing and it incorporates the shy guy going rah, 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 Into the music and it's hilarious and awesome. Oh, I love the presentation of that game But the mechanics are awful and then we've got a bunch of upcoming dates to look out for October 13th a new fighter will be announced for Pokemon tournaments arcade edition So by the time you're listening the announcement may be live on the site Although if I just throw this up without any editing and you listen early. That's probably not the case. Whatever. Check Amnesia. October 14th, the next batch of Pokemon Sun and, news, Sun and Moon news drops. Blah. October 15th, the first Yokai Watch movie plays in U.S. theaters for a day, and tons of Sonic fan games are launching with an online fan expo. October 16th, Skylanders Imaginators launches on Wii U. October 18th, Pokemon Sun and Moon demo launches. Uh, also on the 18th, Shantae and the Pirates Curse launches at retail on 3DS. October 20th, the team behind Runbow launches a new game called Pirate Pop Plus on Wii U and 3DS. October 21st, Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix launches at retail and on the eShop in Europe. October 24th is your last day to get Keldeo as a Wi-Fi mystery gift in the Pokemon 3DS games. Uh, October 25th, Darksiders War Mastered Edition launches on Wii U as does the retail version of Runbow and Runbow's Shantae DLC launches for current owners as well. October 26th, Nintendo will release second quarter earnings report. Probably going to be the 25th for us. Maybe morning, maybe night. I'm not sure. October 28th, a special edition Pokemon Sun and Moon new 3DS XL launches. October 28th, the Skylanders Netflix series debuts. You can check out the first trailer now. Uh, October 21st, last day get your... October 21st... October 31st is your last day to get Darkrai and Volcanion as mystery gifts in your 3DS Pokemon games. Uh, October 31st, also, Nintendo is launching color-swapped models of the classic 2DS. I think those look better. Um, apparently, it's Luigi's fault, somehow. November 8th, Harvest Moon Skytree Village launches on 3DS. November 10th, the Famicom Mini launches in Japan. November 11th, the NES Classic Mini launches in the U.S. and Europe. December 8th, Japan's getting a special edition Pokemon Sun and Moon 2DS. And December 15th, a third version of Yokai Watch 3 launches in Japan. I apologize already to any podcast listeners who have the thing on 1.5 or 2 times speed. Uh, and then, finally, a rundown of all the smaller things that happened this past few weeks. A report came in that NX has entered its early stages of production. There are two asterisks on this. I guess someone had something important to say before the episode died horribly. Uh, Ubisoft officially confirmed that Beyond Good and Evil 2 is in development. The Netherlands sued Niantic for failing to keep protected beaches safe from Pokemon Go. Sega of America's former president said Sonic's decline in popularity is natural, but now it's time for a comeback. Monster Hunter stories sold one-tenth as many copies as Monster Hunter Generations did at launch. Um, the creator of Dark Souls said he feels deeply unworthy to have his games compared to Zelda. Sorry, Alex. Also, sorry, me, I suppose. And a writer at Gamnesia argued Nintendo's development of Majora's Mask 3D was far too cynical. 
Uh, Pokemon Go's latest update adds a capture bonus to help rare Pokemon and makes it easier to train at gyms and more. Ukulele is getting a box release, but Platonic is not currently planning to bring the game to NX. Amazon UK won't be able to fill all of its NES Classic Edition pre-orders at launch, and Animal Crossing New Leaves update introduces an amiibo camera function. We've got footage of every minigame in Mario Party Star Rush. You can pre-order amiibo restocks at Best Buy now. The Palutena amiibo will be restocked exclusively at Toys R Us, so I guess you can't pre-order that one at Best Buy. Where is something else I'm looking for? Looking to write in. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Mm, I don't know. I'll do it in uh, Animal Crossing. And... Kirby Canvas Curse. Okay, I think that should do it. Uh, back to wherever I was. All development on Pokemon Uranium has officially ended, but the popular GBC ROM hack, Pokemon Prism, finally launches in November. A fan is modding Super Mario 3D Land into a brand new experience like Super Mario 64. Smashify shows us how Cacletta would look as a trophy in Super Smash Bros. Personal note, I love Mario & Luigi Superstar Saga, and I think that is the best looking trophy those guys have ever done. Perfectly recaptures the art. I'm gonna stop raving about it now, because I have places to be and things to do. Actually, no places to be, but Dreamland, my bed, not Kirby's hometown. Um... Talented fan has created an arsenal of remote-controlled Koopa shells from Mario Kart. Fans are kickstarting an hour of orchestrated arrangements from Zelda Ocarina of Time. These guys have done some amazing work in the past, so do be sure to check that Kickstarter out and consider backing. And over 200 fans created an album of nearly 90 remixes celebrating the N64's 20th birthday. In fact, we're going to use some of that as our outro music this week, so stay tuned. Nintendo filed a patent for a projector that adjusts the screen to where you're standing. Someone beat Hoenn's Elite Four champion using only a level 1 Rattata. In the last week, Super Mario Bros. speedrunning record was tied, then beaten, then beaten again. Someone discovered a new boss-killing exploit in Zelda The Wind Waker 14 years later, and Paper Mario Color Splash has a huge design flaw that makes it impossible to continue without resetting, and that confirms my theory that they hardly playtested this game at all, because it's something that is very, very obvious to notice if you play that game for like two hours. K-Max shows up randomly when the heck ever and gets rid of your run button, gets rid of the ability to do new cards from like this battle spin thing and can do all sorts of crazy things to your cards. Sometimes he turns them all into hammers and uh, sometimes you can only fight flying enemies. So when he does all those things at the same time, because he does them all at the same time, every time he just randomly decides to show up, because why not? Uh, if you're fighting a flying enemy, then you are screwed. And have to restart. So, yeah, uh, long rant, whatever. Okay, so everybody, thank you so much for listening to me. Uh, this is the end of Nintendo Week for today. If you like this podcast, you can subscribe to us on iTunes or subscribe to us on YouTube. Again, Nisha TV for bite sized discussions from the show. And please head to iTunes to leave us a review. We're really working hard to make the show great for you guys. So, those iTunes reviews really mean a lot. And we're under a lot of stress right now, I'm sure you can tell. So, if you have not reviewed that, please do. I don't know how I'm even talking anymore. Uh, review us if you like me doing whatever the heck is going on. Five stars. Uh, if you have feedback for Nintendo Week, please send it to me. Don't include this episode in your feedback. Uh, unless you liked it. Or you can find me on Twitter at Colin McIsaac. Um, that's C-O-L-I-N at G-A-M-N-E-S-I-A and at C-O-L-I-N-M-C-I-S-A-A-C and remember to send in your questions about Nintendo, about our show. We love engaging with you guys and we read them and talk about them here on the show so it's a great way to get involved. Again, that's ColinAgainNews.com and at Colin McIsaac. You can find Alex on Twitter at Legend of Lex and Ben on Twitter at Aramgard. That is Dragmire, Ganondorf's Link to the past last name backwards. Uh, e R I M G A R D. That's Ben at Aramgard. 
Uh, and yeah, be sure to send in questions and stuff because sometimes we like weeks like these, the stories aren't that great. If you cannot wait till next week for more of our stuff, you can head to Gamnesia.com to see more gaming news as it happens. We got Sony, Microsoft, Indie, you name it, and Nintendo news that we didn't have the time to discuss on this week's show. Ha! And you can join the Facebook group Nintendo Week Fun Club to chat with us and other listeners about all things Nintendo. And I am an energetic person, and so interacting with me hopefully is fun. You can do it there. I guess on Twitter, too. Whatever. On our way out, please enjoy Showdown at Lon Lon Ranch, performed by Link vs. the Bois Choir from the Nintendo 64 remix album we mentioned earlier. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we hope you have a better week than we did. This whole episode is one big outtake, don't be greedy.